Hello and welcome to Meet My Potential podcast. This is your host Deepa Natarajan, that Indian girl who lives in France. This is a bi-weekly podcast where we chat with leaders around the globe to bring you one simple tool, one simple tip that you can apply at work and in life. Before we begin the episode, I'd love for you to go download my latest ebook on how to achieve your goals with ease and peace of mind. It's available at www.meetmypotential.com/ebook. So head over there and download my latest ebook. Learn about the six typical traits of a high achievers, how they're serving you, and how you can perhaps struggle with some of those traits. And learn one simple tip to. make change happen with ease so that's www.meetmypotential.com/ebook today we have with us anya robanova who is a certified coach and facilitator she has created her own community of 700 women she lives in toronto and she has also created an online program and teaches other coaches to build their communities through through wonderful life experimenting workshops Let's welcome Anya. Thank you. I'm so happy to be here and have this conversation with you. This has been such a long journey. We met way back in 2014 when we were both going through our CTI code certification program. And wow, since 2014, your career has skyrocketed and you have become such a successful figure. Tell us a little bit what got you here. I wish the listeners could see cuz I'm totally blushing and I'm feeling shy and this is something that I hear all the time and I myself struggle with feeling successful that's why I'm so excited to have this recording and talk about what does it mean to be successful and what does it feel like in our bodies and when do we know we have arrived that is the question I've been playing with myself so thank you so much for this introduction and again reflecting how maybe I'm being seen online and my visibility right i definitely i don't know how i have arrived i think you take one day at a time and always following your heart and i totally want to acknowledge cti as it played a huge huge role in how i feel in the world and how i show up in the world and this is maybe i feel i look successful to people i don't necessarily feel successful on the inside and this is something that i want to address today it's how do we know like when do we know what makes us feel successful when is enough exactly when is it enough because we all have so many goals and we're constantly in this gap of reaching the next goal and the next goal and pushing ourselves to achieve more and more and so how do you actually know that you're successful I've had recently such a powerful conversation with my partner. I wanted to do public speaking. I do a lot of facilitation, a lot of design work, but I've never done public speaking and it was something after the leadership where I came to own my stories and where I came from. I can definitely see myself successful in comparison to where I came from. I had no chance to be in Canada and do the work that I do that's why I'm so passionate about diversity and inclusion work and I remember I went on stage and I spoke my truth my full authentic truth of who I am in front of 250 people so many people came to me and acknowledged me for the impact I had we sit back in the car to drive home and my wife tells me she's like I'm so so proud of you this was such a big accomplishment and I go into I need to send an invoice to this client I need to really finalize the proposal. proposal and i remember her looking at me and saying you scare me will it ever be enough and how do you learn to celebrate success mm. 
because I was on to the next thing that same night. <laughs> so which led us to have this conversation. It's like, when do you know you have arrived? And what does that look like? Do we ever arrive? Like, you know, right? But it's like the feeling of, I have proved everything to everybody, including myself. And it's like, what is the feeling that we are desiring? Because to me, the ultimate goal is have our heart at peace and have the contentment. I think that's what we are maybe seeking, at least the people that I speak with. How do I have my heart at peace? And I think to unpack it, I've been asking myself this question, when will I know I'm successful, right? When, like, what, what would my life look like? What would I feel like? When will I know? And again, successful in my relationship, successful in my finances, successful in my career. How do we measure it? What are the metrics? That's a million dollar question. And I guess that's why you're here on this episode to give us some clues as to when do you know that you are successful? What's your personal measure? I, when I look at other people who are successful in my life, and of course, one of the heroes of my life is Brenna Brown. And I've, I think she is ultra successful. And to me, that is measured by impact. Like she is having a huge impact. I think in our capitalism world, we're so used to measure it by money. But I think the new currency is, we call it, last night we called it a femcoin. It's like a Bitcoin, but like a femcoin is for women. And it's like, how do women now measure success? And it's impact, like the impact on people that I am creating an impact. I am changing lives in some way. I am delivering the work. Yesterday I've delivered this work and I know 20 people walked away from that workshop. They're changed in some way. They're really, really changed in some way. They see the world differently. And to me, that is that is what success looks like right now. All right. So success for you is changing lives. Success for you is creating an impact out there in the world. And feeling like you have an impact because I think deep down we all feel in a way worthless and it's like, does my work matter? Yeah. Like what, do, what I do, does it matter? Like would anybody miss this? Like is it, change, is it adding to the society, right? Like what, what is the purpose of my life? Why am I here? Big questions. Mm-hmm. So one of the things when you ask me like, what are some tools? Here's what I love to do and help my clients uncover. I would ask them in a moment as we're coaching, I would ask them to go to the mirror just the way they are. Look at themselves and say, this is what successful woman or man looks like. And more often than not, they'll start laughing. <laughs> they'll be like, no, it doesn't. A successful woman would have this type of hair. A successful woman would not be dressed like I am. They often talk about presence. They often talk about confidence. They talk about authority. And that's not what they see in the mirror when they look at themselves. And that helps you uncover your beliefs about what a successful person looks like or feels like. Well, I know a very good friend and a colleague who lives in Amsterdam. And when I see her, I feel that she has been very successful, not in terms of career. It's just in terms of how she leads her life. It's about the love she spreads. Mm. And it's, it's about the laughter. It's about the journey. It's how you enjoy the life and how you spread the joy. You, what, that's what you see in her. Would you, if you ask her, would she consider herself successful? Mm, good question. I don't know. Again, like the perception that we have of other people. And like, I think the question today is like, what makes you feel successful on the inside? And I think for everybody, it's going to be different. And that's where the clarity comes in. When do I know? There are times when 
you feel that I will be successful, I will be happy when I have this, when I have that. Mm -hmm. And at the same time, in the present moment, we have reached a certain state that we wished for in the past. Yes. Yeah. I am, I am beyond my wildest imagination, what I'm doing right now. Exactly. Exactly. And that gratitude to having arrived here and recognizing that I have the gratitude for having arrived or having going through this journey, wherever I am in the present moment, that is success for me. Mm, I love this. Yeah. I love this because I think ultimately, again, we're looking for the emotion and the feeling because to me, one of the measurements of my success is feeling safe. That's, that's been something that I've been working in my life that I don't feel safe financially. Like, what does it feel like to feel for me feeling safe? Or I often found myself that I had a dream and I have achieved that dream, the feeling of it, but it didn't look the way I imagined in my mind. So I almost discounted it because those were not the clients I thought I'd be working with or those, that's not the office I thought I would have or it doesn't look. So it's, sometimes I find it's hard for us to recognize that my dream actually came true because it looks different. Have you ever had that? Well, uh, I'll, I'll give you an example. I, I was dreaming. I, I, I didn't want to work from home. I, I'm an extrovert. I love being around people and I felt very isolated and lonely as a coach. And I think a lot of coaches can resonate that this profession can be a very lonely profession. And I imagine that I'd be part of the team and I'll be working on a team and coaching that I'll have somewhere to go to. But in my dream, it, it looked a certain way, what the company would look like, what the office would look like. And then maybe seven months later, I rented an office from my friend who had a team. It was her team. And I was just renting an office just to be around. And I realized one day that it didn't look the way I thought it would in my dreams, but actually I'm leaving it. I am working at the office. I have a team of people. That's what it looked like for me. And I was like, whoa, like this dream came true, but I wasn't recognizing it. Yeah. Or it might look different. You might be facilitating and doing all the things you were dreaming about but you imagine it to be different, maybe in your dreams. Yep. <laughs> happens a lot of times, happens all the time. I guess there's a lot of it attached to attachment. We get attached to how the outcome should look like. Yes. And we get, we're clinging on to how that achievement should actually look like. But maybe we've actually achieved something bigger or something so much more easily than what we had imagined it to be. So recognizing what we have in the present than clinging on, being attached to all the things we'd imagined made up in our mind takes exactly. us away from actually realizing that we're there, we've done it, we're enough just as we are. The fear of being enough just as we are is that maybe if I think that I'm enough just as I am, then I won't work to my dreams. Yes, uh, I'll stop trying, I'll stop growing. Exactly, exactly. And the whole paradox in life exists in accepting this paradox. I am fine, I am great, just as I am. And at the same time, I need to strive and I need to work more. But that's the thing. It's like, so there are two pieces. I think when you do arrive to that place, definitely to me also success personally is like choosing. I think it's such a privilege when you get to choose who you work with. 
because, you know, as, as we start out, we would coach anybody, we would work with anybody, we're still building our practice. And when we arrive to a point where it's like, I get to choose who I work with, I feel, again, fina- for me, financially feeling safe, that I'm not in that feeling of despair of how am I going to pay my mortgage and I have two small kids. When I arrived to that place, that became so magnetizing for other people, that energy that I was presenting or feeling people would literally come to me at events and be like, what are you? Who are you? Like, I want to get to know you because there was so much like, as you talked about, like love and peace. I wasn't needing anything. I actually wasn't needing anything in my life. I was choosing projects like of passion, clients that turn me on and excite me and like giving it away. And I felt like, especially after leadership, I just felt like that's what CTI is known for. They crack your heart open. My heart was cracked open. I was just so feeling so loved by people and loving people. And that's the energy that is so, as I said, magnetizing and attractive for opportunities. So that's another measurement of success for me, where I get to choose who I work with. And again, doing diversity inclusion work, I recognize that it's such a privilege to have that choice, choosing projects and work. Making choices and not be run by circumstances. Yes. Incompletely yeah. a choice. That's, yeah. that's the success. And this is, right? And this is something, the work that we do with clients, like this is where your power lies, recognizing that I'm always a choice. Because the reality is we are always a choice. We're choosing here to be right now doing this thing. It was a choice. Exactly. And especially when you make choices to walk along your values, And those are sometimes the difficult choices. Yeah, totally. So hard. Because a lot of people, here's another misconception, a myth. People have this myth in their mind that if I'm clear on my values, then it's easy to make decisions. I actually don't believe in that. I think it's hard to make decisions in accordance with your values and honoring your values. Because sometimes the easier thing to do is actually against your values. It's It's very easy to please people. Why? So easy. And it's like to make choice based on my values is hard. Exactly. And that is also a measure of success is have you lived by your values and have you made choices in your life that bring you peace of mind? Yeah. And this is what another thing I wanted to touch that we talked about. I think how you measure success or happiness is the feeling because we don't want money. We want the feeling of feeling safe. We don't actually want paper money or money on account. We want to feel safe. We want to feel like we can afford things. We want to travel. We want adventure. We want variety. We want like what's, I think, one of the ways to look at it for people. I'm a strong believer in journaling. What is the feeling you're longing for and seeking? And what gets in the way of feeling like we are successful then? I think comparison. I think comparison gets in the way when we stop comparing ourselves to ourselves. As I said, me, myself, one year ago, two years ago, today, I would be really consider myself successful. But when I compare myself to what other people have achieved, people are writing books, people are speaking on stages, people are having their own podcasts. Like there are all these people in the world who are doing these amazing things. And that's what makes me feel small. Some days when I'm like, I'm small, like I haven't really achieved anything. I'm like I'm, I'm just starting out. Thank you so much so for folks listening out there. If you ever find yourself comparing, remember, that's the one thing that's going to stop you from feeling successful. 
Yeah, it's a comparison saboteur. That's the biggest enemy of fulfillment. (laughs) So true and so wisely said. So what is one tip that can help people feel that they are more successful than they know? Mm, Such a good question. Well, I think taking an inventory. Last night, I felt like, and I'll give you a real life example. I had a as I said, like we ran a workshop and we were debriefing. And I said, you know, I feel like I haven't worked enough in the last two months. But in the last two months, I've done some amazing thing in my personal life. My partner moved from US to Canada. We're integrating our families. Like, does that count? Like, what is that worth? So I think taking an inventory instead of measuring it by capitalism and saying, how much money did I make in the last quarter? It's like, what? taking an inventory of what have I done And what matters? I love your question. What have I done and what really matters to me? And at the end of the day, like you said, right at the beginning of the episode, success for me is having a heart at peace. Yeah. And so if you're looking for a heart at peace, check out, ask yourself the question, what have I got already? That's Mm -hmm. good. Yeah. And what really matters to me? Exactly. What really matters and how far? How am I feeling to stand up for it? Yes, love it. So good. Thank you so much, Anya. Would you like to share one last message with the audience before we close this episode? I would invite them this weekend. It's Thursday. I mean, we're recording Thursday, but next weekend, grab a coffee, spend some time alone, spend some time in silence and start journaling. What would make me feel like I have arrived, that I have achieved things? When will I stop proving things to everybody around me and myself? And when can I start making the choices that are my preferences? When? Like really journal about it. Wonderful question. Thank you so much. Such a value bomb that is. Go out there, take time off alone. We often feel so guilty for taking time off alone from our families, especially in a weekend. Our weekdays are so busy and this is holiday season, August. So great time to take some time off alone and think about this question in journal. Thank you so much, Anya. Thank you so much for having me. I really appreciate it. Thank you, Deepa. Want to share what success looks like for you? Do drop in a line to Anya Romanova or to me. You'll find her website address on the show notes. And if you like the episode, do share it with your friends and look forward to seeing you in two weeks. And until then, stay cool. Stay cool.